coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc, and we have what is now nationally syndicated podcast known as probably the best podcast in the world. It's been, it's just been we won just, an award. It's been declared we did. We did. the declared. best podcast in the world. Wow. I feel honored. Yeah, so do I. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard you did have, you converted our studio for, what, a day? Oh, my God. The On It, I did the On It podcast with Kyle Kingsbury, the famous Kyle Kingsbury. They and did it here. They did it in our little place where we have one tiny little camera and a... And a uh, it may look like an amazing studio from there, but... It's one little it. camera... <laughs> On a tripod, little tiny cameras about this big, and then we have uh, we have a, a laptop, and I and have a microphone. Well, you got a microphone? A microphone. Yeah, we do we have a microphone. Full studio. Then they come in. They oh, they had to set up. It's gonna take them an hour to set up. It takes us about twenty two seconds. It actually took them like an hour. There was three full cameras, three different angles. There was about ten lights. All we don't have the only lights we have are up there, the fluorescent lights. They had like ten lights, all with different like stands, and they were like strategically aligned and, and positioned. And then there was there was me and Kyle, who was the interviewer. Then he had like an assistant over there, like the like the he was like the DJ because he had a whole like platform of. Wait a We don't have an assistant? Wait a minute. There's nobody over there. This is it. This is all we need, John. Let me tell you what we have. We have a karate guy and an orthopedic surgeon trying to put this shit together. But it's and we're still, doing it. not only are we doing it, we're succeeding. We have made the top of the top. People are screaming and, 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 and shouting and, and applauding us in the streets. We are the best. We have been voted the best. This is a true story. I'm not joking about this. We were actually nominated and voted, in my own mind, to be the best, without a doubt, podcast on East Grand Avenue in Arroyo Grande, California. Whoa. That narrows it down. That is, like that is, that is filmed on Mondays between 4 and 6 p.m. When people are done re-listening to this podcast, where will they listen to you on the On It podcast? I have no idea. You don't know. What was I, it about? What did you guys talk about? We were going to talk a little about politics, a little about UFC, Chuck, Chuck Liddell's career and stuff. But then we just started talking about uh, self-defense, and and all of a sudden I was like, okay, an hour's up, we're done. It was The whole thing was about self-defense. But it was pretty interesting because uh, Kyle's been doing it so long, and uh, you know he's he's kind of a regular on on uh, on Joe Rogan, and what's his background? Is he more of a martial arts guy, or is he more of like the supplement guy? What is he? 
He fought in the UFC, I know that. Oh, okay. And he fought in some other... He actually fought Glover Teixeira. That's how we... Well, we get to get to know him. I got to know him really well when he was training with AKA, which is American Kickboxing Academy, right up the street in uh, San Jose. Really big gym where Cain Velasquez, a bunch of those guys come from. But when Chuck was fighting, they would send guys down to spar with Chuck because our town... There's like nobody. This is a town of 15,000. So instead of going to different camps, uh, they would send people to Chuck. And Kyle was one of Chuck's sparring partners when he was fighting. And we got really close. He became part of the family. And after his career, um, he's really into fitness, really into martial arts. He does yoga. He does all that kind of stuff. He's just like this crazy fitness guru. And he got he got connected with the Onnit guys, who are fitness uh, performance guys, and he got he got to know them pretty well, and he got to know the owner, and he they started a podcast for him. So he works for them, doing a podcast, but it's under his own name, Kyle Kingsbury. Okay, so it's his own podcast. Yeah, not like the Onnit podcast. It was, and now the, now the, I think they just give it to him. I think they just call it Kyle Kingsbury. Start off the On It podcast. I'll check it out. So you'll probably be on soon. I hope so. All right. Unless they trash that one because I'm not very interesting. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway. So what's going on? We had Father's Day weekend. We had Father's Day weekend. We were separated and um, we were not very happy about that. Um, My wife and his wife purposely... Scheduled time apart. And deliberately... (laughs) They get together behind our back because they hook up and hang out because my wife does a, a, a boot camp in the mornings and his wife comes to the boot camp and they talk behind our back how they can keep us apart because they think we spend too much time together. So I was taken out of town this weekend. <laughs> I was taken away. <laughs> that bitch. For Father's Day. So yeah, I went out of town for some sports stuff and then... Uh, what did you do? What was your Father's Day? I had a fantastic Father's Day. Um, I didn't get to see all my my biological kids. I talked to them. Um, but um, what did I do? I got up. Um, we hung out. Um, we went for, We went to the beach to go for a beach walk because we didn't feel like doing Madonna. Because we just didn't want to take the whole day up doing Madonna. So we went to the beach to take a beach walk. It was so windy, we knew that would be a pain in the ass. How, what was the weather like, temperature-wise? It was probably like 60, but it was just Damn. it was blowing. The wind was blowing so hard. You were cold. It was 100 where I was. I was in <sighs> Fresno. It was 100 degrees poolside, just trying to get in the shade. It didn't matter. It was so hot. I mean, we were wishing we were back here. I looked at the temperature back here, and it was like 60-something. I'm like... Man, this is, it's a big difference up in Fresno. So we yeah. were beautiful Fresno. Fresno, for a yeah. Fun event, and then you guys. So you went to the beach. So went to the well. It was too windy, so we decided to just grab a bite to eat. Which I had a beautiful Father's Day lunch at a, a place called Divine Thai. Divine Thai, and it's right on on Grand Avenue by like Fifth Street, Fifth and Grand, in Grover Beach. Great Thai place. It was fucking delicious. And so I had Thai food. And then we got home. We hung out for a little while. 
And then we went for, instead of Madonna, went for a walk around our neighborhood, which is pretty rural. So, I mean, we walked, we walked for about 45 minutes up and down hills and it's a rolling kind of street, you know, and it goes up and down and then there's cows over here, horses over here, goats over here, chickens over here. It's a beautiful walk. Uh, so we did that. That was our Madonna. It was like a 45 minute. That was a good workout because there was quite a bit of uphill. And then we just came home and hung out for a little while. And I had my mom, my, uh, my mom, um, I did talk to my mom, wishing me happy Father's Day. But my beautiful wife made me a beautiful dinner consisting of steak, Brussels sprouts. I mean, they were fantastic. A fruit salad and then finish it off with dessert of vanilla ice cream. We, we ate it in and out on the way home. But I will tell you this. I came home to uh, this. Oh, it's upside down. What? My daughter, Sarah, made me this. It was in their fridge. It's a fruit tart. It's amazing. She made me that while Sarah we were Sarah and, and Julia, of course. I think Sarah made it. Julia gave me, bought me presents. But, okay. But Sarah likes to make stuff. She's a baker, but she made this amazing. So I got, we got home at like 10.30 p.m. on Father's Day, and they were they were already in bed. My older kids were, did not go on this trip, but uh, they were nice. It was nice to come home to that. So that's what I ate for dinner. It's probably after eating in and out I'm going to need to work out today, John. Wow. <laughs> I got one for you. Wow. Okay. So, anyway, so it was nice. So we both had great Father's Day, I mean, in the long run. I mean, to be honest, it was a great Father's Day. Um, yeah, and uh, didn't get to talk to my dad. You probably got to talk to I yours. got to talk to my dad. He was building or doing something for my son. He was, he, my, he's got my son into archery. He's nine. But my dad's been an archer his whole life. He builds, like, uh, traditional recurve bows and stuff and was building Matthew something for his birthday coming up. So I got to talk to him about that. So every time my dad's over, he's out in the backyard with him teaching him how to shoot a bow. It's a good life skill. If we go off the grid and there's uh <laughs> All right then. shooting a bow shooting a bow and arrow, it's good self defense. Yeah, it could be I Watch guess. Rambo, it's good self defense. Anyway. Yeah. Um so anyway, so we did our own Father's Day thing. I didn't get to talk to Pops. My Pops is he's dead and gone and uh I do talk to him a lot, but I I'm sure he's talking to me back somehow. I just don't get to hear him yet. But I do talk to him a lot. I talk to Godine a lot, who's my, who is my martial arts instructor for over half of my life. He's passed away as well. So I talk to him all the time, too. He, I do hear him talking to me, and it's a different vibe than my dad. But uh, So that's our Father's Day. Okay, we did watch. Uh, he watched one of the fights. I watched two of them on Bellator. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. wasn't that interested. But um, I... I have a newfound serious, um, I seriously am a huge fan now of Roy McDonald. I mean, I've kind of liked him. He's kind of a quirky guy, and I just never really got that into him, even though even though when I watch him fight and he had those fights with, like, uh, with um, Lawler and shit, they're just fucking wars. And, um, but he just, I just haven't really clicked with him watching him. But this fight... Where he fought uh, Neiman Gracie, just the the whole pre-fight and then the fight itself, and then listening to him talk after I listened to a couple of interviews, 
I am a huge Rory McDonald fan now. Huge. Just, uh, I don't know. I just think, I think he's such a tough guy. Such a different guy. Um, but he fought this jiu-jitsu guy, right? He's a Gracie, obviously. Imagine if there was a Gracie, but he was a striker and he didn't even like uh, submissions. That'd be weird. That would be weird. But it would never happen. But um, he, like, fought him at his own game, which was... I think I think the majority of the fight was on the ground with um with Roy McDonald being very aggressive. He was not only like trying to not get submitted, he was actually doing ground and pound. He did a couple takedowns of his own and he was he was actually going for a couple submissions as well as um getting out of submissions which you know would have been a lot more for certain people. It just he just he won that fight. I thought he won maybe five, at least four of the five rounds. One 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 judge. I think there might have been two judges. I don't know if they were blind or just completely stupid. But they had it four they had it like three to two. So they actually you can't you couldn't have seen another round that Gracie Gracie did a good job. He tried. I mean he's a tough guy. But he didn't even come close to winning two rounds. He won maybe one. Uh, but Rory McDonald, man, that guy is just such a down-to-earth guy. I always found him kind of quirky and shit. But listening to him now, he just sounds really down-to-earth and just like just like a fighter. I mean, just love, he's, just, he's a fucking martial artist. So I'm a new huge fan. You didn't see that fight at all. I didn't see that fight. Rory fought in the UFC. Yeah. Until I don't know when, but... I think I think he just only, got out. He's only thirty. Yeah, I think he just got out of the UFC. I think he just wanted to explore different things. I, I his just, record's twenty one and five, and he's thirty years old. Yeah. So he's the champion in his Bellator weight class. One seventy. Yeah. So he's in that welterweight uh, tournament as well. So his next fight will be against uh, Diego or uh, Lima, Daniel Lima, and it's really cool because he's got nothing but kind things to say about. Neiman Gracie, and they had nothing but kind things to say about uh, Limas, who I think he's beaten already, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he had nothing but kind things to say about him, what a great fighter he was, and he's looking forward to fighting him. Uh, you know, he's, I don't know, he's just, he's, he seemed like a really respectful guy. He beat Douglas Lima okay. in, uh, a year and a half ago. Yeah, all right. So bing, that's that's that was that, that fight. That was the main fight, right? Yeah. Then the uh, the the semi main was Lyoto Mashida versus Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen uh, got basically got TKO'd in um, in the second round. Um, it wasn't a close first round at all. Um, it wasn't very competitive, but uh, but the second round he got. Caught with a knee while he was trying to get a takedown. He got he ate a knee, and Leota just got on top of him and pounded him till he. He just the ref called it off. Yeah, so and he just well, I guess wasn't defending himself or whatever. But isn't that right. how the Fedor fight ended? Yeah, and he told the ref. He said later, like, oh, you know, the ref said, "Oh, sorry, I had to stop it." He goes, uh, "You were like four minutes too late." <laughs> Sounds like something he would say. Yeah, he's a, he, the guy is such... He's retired after the fight. This is his second retirement, but I, I think it'll be his last one just because the way he sounded. Uh, 
And he's 40 years old now. 41? 42. 42. Um, but he's just... I, don't, I wouldn't say he was like a... He was a borderline great MMA fighter. He was a great wrestler. He was a great addition to MMA, the UFC, and Bellator. In that he he just fought anyone, anytime, any weight, any division. Um, didn't always win. But he always put up a fight. And, and he's just, a, you know, he's a fucking fighter. That's all. I mean, he was a fighter. And uh, he was definitely huge for the sport. Um, he brought a lot to the sport. He never won an actual title. Uh, but he was up there, you know. And, and, and you know, most guys, most guys that even make it to pro MMA. Most guys, I don't even know the percentage. I'll go crazy and say 99% of all MMA fighters that make it to pro MMA never make it to the UFC. He made it to the top of the UFC, top of Bellator. Um, so I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of. Uh, but, you know, if he does re retire for good, I think he has nothing but, uh, you know, hold his head hold his head up high so that's that's all i gotta say about that but um, so that was bellator that was so bellator. The, is the uh welterweight ch uh that's going on right now in bellator yeah yeah they've already had fights yeah and and it was supposed to be in september but i guess uh um rory had back-to-back -back fights just having a kid now he said there's no way shape or form he's gonna fight again in september he needs a break. He said um, December, maybe November, but probably December will be his next fight. He says there's no way he wants to go through another training camp right now, especially since his wife is going to have a baby. So uh, I, think, I think pretty much at this point, um, um, Rory McDonald can pretty much postpone a fight a couple months if he wants. I think he's earned the right to do that. So, so that's what we got there. Um, what else we got? We got guys... fights coming up in the UFC. So next weekend there's a, there's a fight out of uh, Greenville, South Carolina. It's okay. a Moicano Korean zombie fight. Okay. I was just looking up. I was just trying to find a picture of something because something I saw that I thought you'd find interesting. Um, let me save this and I'll put it on the... I'll put it on the screen, but that's uh, so that's next week, and then the yeah. week after Francis Ngannou, you know, we've seen him fight a few times over the last couple of years. Yeah, just just a giant heavyweight. Um, he's just huge. He's like two sixty, like giant guy. And uh, I'll show you this picture. There's a picture of him with Shaq. Oh my god! Did you I see this that. picture? He looks like a fucking. It's kid. ridiculous. He looks like a kid next to Shaq O'Neal. Here, I'll put it up it's on the screen. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my god. He, so next to Shaq, he looks like a little fan. <laughs> like a, he's giant. Look how small he looks. And in the UFC, he tow. I mean, he's he's a big guy, but yeah. that's just how big Shaq is. You just appreciate it in that picture. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It's, it's, he's like one of the hardest hitters. But he's fighting Junior DeSantos. I don't I don't know who's going to win that fight. Um, I mean, we've seen Francis. We know he's a knockout hitter. But he's also, you know, doesn't always bring his A game. And we've seen him gas horribly that one few fights ago. So that'll be good. Yeah. So it'll be good. I mean, it looks like... I bet if he catches... De, 
Junior early, I think it'll be his fight. And if he doesn't, I think it'll be Junior's fight. So that's on. So the next few weekends in a row, there's fights again. Yeah. So yeah. that's the Nganu Dos Santos fight. So that should be that'll be interesting. I want to see that fight. I'll be in. Uh, I'll be in uh, Visalia for that fight because one of my guys is fighting that night, and uh, Master Wong will be here. Is he gonna come with you to Visalia? Yeah. No way. Yeah. What night is that? The Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Ah, yeah. This fight Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tape it and see it. Then we're the next day we're going. Oh, to... and Damian Maya's fighting on that card too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the next day we're going to uh, Vegas for the Super Show. So you're coming back and then flying up to yeah, Vegas? Yeah, and right up from Santa Maria. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy and then you'll days. So then you'll be back, though, for the jones Yeah. Tiago Santos I'll be back fight. Wednesday. So then that's the three weeks from now. Yeah. So you'll be gone to Super Show, and then you'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So that's oh, and Amanda Nunez is fighting Holly Holm there. Uh, ben Askren's fighting Jorge Masvidal. It's Rockhold's fighting. Diego Sanchez is fighting. Wait, who's Rockhold fighting? Is Sean he... O'Malley's fighting. Uh, oh, he's fighting. Who? Oh, he's fighting the guy that isn't he? No, no. Jan... Okay, Jan Blanklitz. Okay, so he's fighting him. Diego's fighting Michael. Just <laughs> that should be fun. This will be a good. Oh, card. Gilbert Melendez fighting again. Okay, I didn't think he was fighting again. Sean O'Malley's fighting. We haven't seen him in a while. Didn't he break something last time? He was he gave an interview from his back, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. His foot or something, <laughs> right? Down, right. His so he's foot. he's back. That's probably been a while since of that oh, fight. But he's that he's that sensational fighter. He puts on a show. Yeah, he does a lot of spinning and hooking things. Yeah. So this will be good. So there's some fights coming up we can talk about. There are, there are, there are. What else guys? You bought a car? Bought well, a not, you bought a truck. Oh, man, I go in I go in. Thank goodness you're not driving that Honda anymore. All right, so I go in to buy. I'm all set to buy a fucking. Nothing wrong with the Hondas. It's just a. No, it was no, the smallest small. Honda. It's a Honda Civic. So I go in to buy a Dodge Durango. The the SUV. I, there's no. I want. I don't want anything to do with the truck, but I do want an SUV just because it's bigger, safety of it, and the roominess and the comfort. I don't drive that much. My wife does almost all the driving. Um. So I go down there. I'm looking at it. I pick it out. I'm okay. I'm gonna get that. They they find the model and everything. But while I'm walking to the model, basically just to sign the papers, out of the corner of my eye, I see this other fucking beast. And I was like, "What the hell is that?" Oh. And this is what I saw. And I was like, "I was like, holy shit, what's that?" And he goes, "That's a Hemi." I go, "Are you serious? I want that." So it is a it is a truck, um, but it, it makes Tanner's truck look small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty big and. Does uh, it park itself? No, it needs that feature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's parked out there in the parking lot in one and a half spots. You're I'm, used to driving a Civic. You get a, a week to learn how to drive a truck. Let me just say something, guys. <laughs> I'm not the best driver in the world. I I'm the first to admit that I'm a terrible driver. Um, I will be banging up this truck. Who a backed bit. it in there? Uh, Did you back that in? Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Well, it does have that back end thing that, like, you know, <laughs> um, I love it. I love the inside of it. It's it's really cush. Um, and my wife and I made a deal this year that we're gonna buy new cars, uh, but we gotta but we gotta bring up the business a little. We gotta bring up the business a little, and we're gonna we're gonna get new cars. 
So I'm get this was my new car, and she's probably gonna get a brand new Volvo. That's what I'm thinking. That's what she's like. It's between a Volvo, a new Acura, a new Volkswagen, or there was one other one, but she she dropped that one. So it's probably gonna be. I think it'll be a Volvo, and it has everything is a camera everywhere. There's like a camera in the car, for like, and you press a button if you're having your car valeted. Because then there's cameras on the valet and it locks the, all the, like the glove compartment, it locks everything in the car except where the guy can drive it. And there's, and he's being videoed while he's, you press a button that's like valet and then it's like videos the valet guy. What car is that? It's the Volvo. That does that, that's cool. And then there's like, when you're parking, there's a front, back and a 300, 360 degree like that shows like where you are while you're parking. It kind of helps it park itself. Then when you, if you drift into another lane it, and there's a car there, it kind of nicely brings you back. So it doesn't really drive itself, but there's a lot of pseudo drive yourself features. Um, and it's, it's more expensive than the truck. Um, but I think Heather, who does most of the driving, um, and it's, just, it's, it's a four-cylinder. So we're like, I want a six-cylinder because it's a big car. But when she got in it, it has some fucking, it's like a turbo and it has some, it has some pickups. So she had no problem with its power. Um, a lot more power than the other one she, she test drove. So she's pretty happy with it. If we can bust a little deal with this uh, Volvo guy, then she's going to have a brand new white Volvo SUV. I'm going to have this brand new black Dodge uh, Ram Rebel truck. And I think that's going to be the last car that we have um, until we retire completely from the gym. I'm happy with that. That should last you a while. My dad yeah. just sold his Ram pickup like this weekend that he had from 2002. So 17 years old. And it was only, he still got, he bought a new one and it was still worth a half. It was still, it only had depreciated 50%. In 17 years. Wow. Those trucks, those Dodge or Ram trucks. Wow, that's, that's good to hear because I'm planning to retire. And what am I now? Six, I'm, re, I'm planning to retire in about 15 years. So that's, uh, I wouldn't even have the truck as long as he had his. Yeah, he had it forever. And it still ran. It had one of those Cummings diesel engines that yeah. was supposed to go like forever. 500,000 miles or something. Yeah. But um, it still ran. But, you know, a car gets that age. And um, I think some of the, you just, there's newer stuff, newer airbags. Like your car probably has all kinds of cool electronics and stuff That's in it. Fucking cool, man! It's just like I was driving today. I go call my mom, and it's like mobile or home. I said mobile, and next thing you know, hey John says so like it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The backup. I like the backup camera feature when you're going forward. You just press a button, and it shows you what's behind you instead of looking in the mirror. It's kind of it's kind of cool at that level. There's a lot of little cool features, but basically it's a truck. And it's more powerful and safer than a car. And that's what, you know, I was, that's mainly what I was going for. I think I'm going to put a tonneau cover on it. But for now, uh, I'm just, I'm just loving it. Yeah, you can throw stuff back there and lock it. Yeah. It's like, it's just like a big trunk. That's all. Yeah. Big trunk. It's a big trunk. That's what she said. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, we're out of here for now. Come back next week. We're going to be talking about the UFC. Um, and, uh. Please, if there's anything you guys want us to cover, let us know. Because, like I said, it just out of the blue, we got the notice that we became the top 
the top uh, podcast, you know, the number one of its kind in all of uh, uh, West, West uh, East Grand Avenue. We're not even West of Grand Avenue yet. All of Grand Avenue. We're going to be the best. <laughs> we're, that's Soon. what we're shooting for. Soon. We're shooting for all of Grand. Right now, though, we're, we're the best of East Grand Avenue. That's a lot, though. A lot. East Grand's a lot. Thanks. All right, John, until next yeah. time, man. Take it easy.